0: Hi guys, welcome back to Normalize the Conversation. My name is Francesca Reicheter, and I'm the founder of Inspiring My Generation. And today I'm here with Dr. Mary Nockimson, chiropractor, acupuncturist, licensed massage therapist, and craniosacral therapist. And she's going to talk to us a little bit today about how we can use all these tools to help with mental health. So thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm very excited to be here.
0: So can you tell me some of the ways that chiropractic care and acupuncture and massage therapy and cranial cycle can all really help with dealing with symptoms of mental health?
1: Yes. Um, so chiropractic is uh, focuses around the nervous system. And so in chiropractic, there's um, a phenomenon known as a subluxation, which is when a bone shifts out of place and puts pressure on the nerve. And when this nerve is, has pressure on it, it causes the body not to function optimally. Um, it also, is, so what it's actually doing when you get adjustment, an adjustment, which is when we put um, the bone back in place, we're leaving pressure on the nerve, but we're also creating more space for the nerve um, and more space in the, these holes that these nerves pass through gives that nerve um, the, a better ability to function and breathe. Um, so when, we, when I talk about the craniosacral part, um, we work a lot on the, um, the bones of the head. And so if your head is restricted or um, really um, like the sutures aren't moving and there's no expansion, then we're gonna, the skull is going to be putting pressure on the brain and the nervous system. So that could be leading to your headaches um, and other um, dysfunctions because the brain coordinates everything throughout the body. So whenever you're given if you think about yourself kind of like in a plane and you're kind of like really, really smushed together and like you're probably really miserable when you're in that space. But then when you get out, you get out, you stretch and um, take a deep breath. And that's pretty much what chiropractic is, is getting out of a a two hour or 15 hour um, airplane flight and then taking that first like stretch and you can take that nice, deep um, breath. So. Those are so, and then like chiropractic helps a lot with pain, and pain prevents thing prevents people from doing the things they love. So even if someone is when people are struggling with um, anxiety and depression, they they're able to find certain outlets, whether it's a sport or going to the gym. But if they have pain, then they might not be able to go to the gym and not be able to play those sports or go outside. So chiropractic helps these people decrease their pain so that they go can go out and do the things that they enjoy and things that they love to do. So I think um, in just that one aspect, chiropractic does a lot for people who are struggling with mental health conditions. And just to go back to the, um, the subluxation part, there's actually three parts, three things that actually cause a subluxation. And one of them is thoughts. So that's where Mental health counselors and chiropractors can really do a lot together because if you don't get the negative thoughts out of the person's mind, then it's going to create this subluxation. Yes, it's great, great for me because I get business, but I, I'm not about that. I'm about getting the patient better. So a very holistic approach. Then um, the uh, another um, concept is trauma. So physical trauma, emotional trauma. If you have your a person who is really, really great at baseball and they threw out their arm. It's not just an injured arm. This injured arm impacted and changed this person's entire life. So that injury literally crippled them. So then you wind up going and you're talking about like what that injury took away from them. As Almost as if like they were kind of they were gypped, you know like i i got this bad arm and now i can't do what i love and then the last part is toxins so the envi- environmental toxins and diet so in order to have a complete holistic um approach to health and well-being you have to have mental health counseling you have to have chiropractic and massage and acupuncture um and these are just a, a couple things just so you can have a ba- balanced lifestyle so
0: So I love the way you talk about that because a lot of people think that there's only one way to take care of yourself, right? And a lot of people think mental health, okay, that's only therapy. And then there's a lot of um, stigma with therapy, so a lot of people don't seek help. But knowing that there's so many other tools that really work together is something that can be so helpful. So when it comes to chiropractic care, what are some of the reasons people reach out to go to a chiropractor?
1: Uh, They could have been in a motor vehicle accident, it could have been a sports injury, Um, it could be um, uh, if they get injured at work, but also people go to chiropractors just to feel better. Um, Chiropractic is gaining momentum and people are realizing and acknowledging that chiropractic is important for performance. So performance in your sport, performance at work, performance in school because it helps with concentration and focus and also with fatigue so all, all these uh I, chiropractic is being more recognized but it's, yeah it still has that little stigma of like oh you just go to them for that but so we're kind of like and chiropractors have kind of pigeon told we pigeon told ourselves um because we are really good at pain but we're um we really try is function so I think that that is really important is to, you know, and that's why people come to chiropractors is so that they can feel better.
0: I think that's such a huge misunderstanding that people have with chiropractic care. I know when I was in high school, I was a competitive cheerleader and I would throw out my back constantly. I was always falling on my face. And I went to a chiropractor an acupuncturist and a massage therapist almost every single day for a solid like two to three years because I was in so much pain. If I didn't have that, I would not have been able to cheer. Like I wouldn't be able to walk without it. It was something that was so helpful for me and it would alleviate a lot of mental disclarity that I would have because I was in so much pain. I couldn't focus, couldn't function, couldn't do well in school. I needed that little bit of help and support that was such a major, major like, benefit for me. And I think a lot of people don't realize that that is something that can be so helpful.
1: It's so true, and like, and I'm so happy you touched on it. Is that you know your your passion was cheerleading, and if you weren't able to cheerlead, I mean, you know, what would that have, what kind of effect would that have had on your life? You know, you would have been able to cheer, so maybe you have to stay home or you know, like stuff like that, and not do like something that you really truly enjoyed.
0: So when it comes to like acupuncture and chiropractic care, what are some of the symptoms of like mental health that it can help to alleviate?
1: So, um, anxiety for sure. A lot of people come in and it's almost like when you get adjusted, I'm sure you could also vouch for that. Like when you get out, you just almost feel like, you feel like a brand new person, like almost like the last week didn't even happen. Um, and I, and everybody feels that way too. So you, you like, of course you would want to go back. Um, I don't really what prevent, know what prevents people from coming back. Maybe it's just that I feel better, so I don't need to go back. Um, but, um, yeah. So ch- chiropractic, um, I kind of forgot the question because I was having so much fun answering that part of the question. Um, but. So what symptoms of mental okay, health? Okay, 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 okay. So actually in craniosacral, there's a correlation between um, depression and three parts of the brain all the way down to the sacrum. So if you have a compression, which is a restriction like a, or a subluxation at the lumbosacral joint, which we call the sacral base, that is um, a correlation, obviously not a direct like cause and effect of depression. Then you have the cranial base, which is where your skull meets your neck. And then you have the sphenobasilar joint, which is here on the base of your skull. So a lot of the times by doing craniosacral, releasing fascia and releasing those restrictions, it could help with depression and anxiety. And then also like when we talk about release, like with craniosacral a lot, releasing the sutures of the skull, creating more space for the brain. If the brain has more space, the brain could function more. That includes like the release of your, you know, your dopamine and serotonin, which is our chemicals for, you know, happiness and feeling less pain. So. Those are um, some, you know, symptoms like uh, depression, anxiety, and also like, um, like any mental health condition like OCD. um, And again, it all comes down to function. So if we could get the body to function better, then the body and the mind can adapt better to everyday stresses. So what are some of the ways these bones can get out of place? One of them is anxiety, so we we I, well when I talked subluxation, that is um, joints at a place. so we talked about mental health, we talked about physical and emotional trauma, and we talked about toxins. So those are the three main ways and a trauma again doesn't have to be like a huge motor vehicle accident or a trip in a fall. It could be your overuse injuries. so people are on the computer all day and they keep clicking the mouse um, that could lead to carpal tunnel and um, some hand Conditions. Um, you could have your uh, lateral epicondylitis, which is your um, tennis elbow or your golfer's elbow. Um, again, just overuse injuries, um, sprain, strain. Um, if you're sitting at a, especially right now where everybody's doing everything virtually, everyone's sitting like this. So what's happening is is your creating neck weakness, but you're also creating, because the bottom cervicals are so weak, the upper ones have to spasm more to hold this big head on top of your neck, so that could lead to trigger point type headaches and stuff like that, so just every day, I mean, and um, I mean, it really depends on your job and your way of life, how many visits you may need, like you were a cheerleader, and it was a very toxic physical, like a physically taxing, sport so you felt the need like I need to go in every single day in order to feel functional someone else who's just uh, maybe just a student but also like moves around a little bit like they may only need to come in once a week so every I, I don't have like packages in my office I kind of am like let's let's learn who you are and we'll go from there because I don't sugar cut. I don't be like oh you need this many sessions I go Let, let's do a, a three or you know like let's g- get you better and then we'll go from there.
0: That's amazing. And it's crazy how everyday life can kind of just throw your body a little bit out. So having these amazing tools available is something that's so helpful for us to continue on and to function at our best.
1: Absolutely. So yes.
0: With acupuncture, I know that there is like specific like stress points that you guys do to help alleviate a lot of stress and anxiety. Do you find that? that really does help with anxiety. I know it helped me a lot when I was younger, those stress points that it would stay in until it like alleviated the stress.
1: And then the- uh, I think acupuncture is great. So acupuncture is uh, harder to explain than other things because you can't dissect it. You could go into anatomy and physiology lab and you could dissect the nervous system. You could dissect the bones, but you can't just dissect an energy pathway. So for me, it's like just energy flow through the body. When there's an imbalance in the energy flow, that's when your body is prone to anxiety, stress and, um, like diseases and conditions. So it kind of, is almost like becomes your weakest link where bacteria can come in or like, um, like if you are prone to hypothyroidism or any other, other sort of genetic condition that might begin to present itself. Um, but yeah, there are points and everyone's different again. Like I know that there's like points that everybody presses, but, um, everybody's, a person in themselves. If the anxiety is coming from balancing those points, then yeah, you're cured, let's just say. But if we don't find the source of the anxiety through the mental health counseling or through craniosacral, then the person's always gonna have anxiety. And it's gonna be like, so it winds up being, you do have to get acupuncture every so often because um, you didn't find the cause. Once you find the cause, you could find, a resolution, and then your body can heal. But acupuncture is something that can help along the way, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, that does make sense. And acupuncture can help in so many different ways. A lot of people don't realize from headaches and migraines to physical pain in your body if you have an injury helping to heal with inflammation to mental health. It has such a wide usage. It's not just one small thing. I think a lot of people kind of put it into a box.
1: Right. And I think that's where people go wrong, even uh, healthcare professionals. Like, it's like, you could only go the Eastern way or you can only go the Western way. And that's not true. We should all just be working together, integrating together so that we can like optimize the patient's, you know, health and wellness.
0: Exactly. So then with massage therapy, um, I know that like, if I get really stressed, I have high anxiety, um, my body gets really tense. So I found that massage therapy was something that's super helpful for me. Do you find that massage therapy is something that's really helpful for people with mental health disorders?
1: Yes, for well what it's good because it does uh, stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and digest. Um so just in that one regard that massage is based on stimulating this relaxation um system is will help with anxiety. Um another thing that massage does is it moves fluid around. Like you, it's called like a lymphatic drainage massage and if you have toxins build up by environmental or dietary, then this is something that's going to help flush those um, toxins out of the system along with, you know, your nutritional things like water um, that are, again, going to just help get those things out. And when a lot of people do these detoxes, um, you know, these cleanses, because after all the toxins are out, they have like this burst of energy. So nutrition, massage, chiropractic, acupuncture, all those things are going to help Release um, not only toxins but negative energies, and you know, again, it all comes down to just better function.
0: That's amazing how all these things can really help our bodies. So, if I wanted to come in and make an appointment, what would be the best way for me to prepare to get the best results?
1: I would say definitely do your research because you have chiropractors who just do auto accident. I would um, recommend. a chiropractor that has a well-balanced practice. They see adults, they see kids, maybe they see families because then, you know, they're not just like, kind of like your pill mill. Like if you're going in and you're getting the same exact treatment as the patient next to you, then you're just, you're just cattle for the most part. I mean, I never really do the same treatment twice. If I do the same treatment, I'm doing different things within that treatment. It's never really the same thing over and over and over again, especially when it's not, if if it's not working i'm not going to keep doing the same things over and over again that would be the first thing is just to do your research um not just check on google but also like ask around ask your friends who's good um because that'll i think friends give the best um you know best referrals and then the other thing is to have a goal like what is your goal is your goal to decrease pain is your goal to just feel um better is your goal is your goal to lose weight if so how can we you know what do we want to do to get there and there are, um, you know, do I want to have, um, with, there's, there's other things I do too, like NAT, which is really great for um, and sensitivity elimination. And if you go to naet.com, they actually have um, like this particular modality is really has helped people who've suffered with anxiety and depression. So I just like to learn everything and do everything, but like make sure, you know, that would be amazing was what are your goals and do your research? Because one bad chiropractor, unfortunately, puts a sour taste in most people's mouths. Like they don't, like I work in an urgent care with my parents who are medical doctors and my mom and dad was like, Oh, you should see our daughter, the chiropractor. And they're like, Oh, I already did that. And then my mom's like, well, you haven't had her yet. You know, cause when people come to me, I do do different things that people are like, you're right. I haven't got that before. So I think it's the integration of everything that makes my treatment so successful. Um, but you could go to many different people and, so, and but you, it, you could get lucky and chiropractic will be the only thing you need. Again, it all comes down to finding the, um, the source or the cause.
0: So when it comes to figuring out if chiropractor or acupuncture or massage therapy or all three, how do you know where to start? What are some tips and advice you can give to people?
1: I mean, you can start off with whatever one you want, whatever the person feels more comfortable with. I mean, I had the massage license first. A lot of people are kind of like eerie with the chiropractic sometimes, especially like if you're a baby, if you have a baby or a young kid, you're like, you're not going to crack my kid's neck. And it's really not like that. It's um, the amount of pressure you use a compared to like pinching into a, a tomato to test if it's ripe. Um, that is the amount of pressure that we use on children. Um, so they're a good place, like people who are kind of weary of chiropractic, they might be like, well, let me try the massage or the craniosacral first. If you're like, so into like, oh, I want to, I, you know, I have nothing against the needles, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I, it's really going to come down to what the person's, kind of like feeling. So it's not really about like where am I going to start? It's going to be like what the person's more or less comfortable with, which is, I mean, it wasn't my idea to do the massage first. But when people come to me, it's just like, do you want like where do you where do you want to start? Like, oh, I don't really want to get adjusted. I'd be like, okay, well here are some other things that I can do. Um and then when I like learn their body and they gain their trust, then it's like, okay, I think this is the thing that's going to make you better. So again, everyone's different. Really like there is no right or wrong place to start. Um and, and another thing is like not to try just one practitioner. Like the thing I love about craniosacral is that um I mean I'm sure other professions are like send out to other people, but craniosacral therapists really send out to other people if they can't help. A lot of people are like, oh, physical therapy didn't work. So you know what? You're you just you gotta go get surgery, no one can help you. Like no, like if I don't work as your chiropractor, you try another chiropractor. They have a different energy, a different way of practicing. You have your upper cervical people. You have your Gonstead people. You have like different techniques of adjusting. And one of those might wind up working for you. So that would be my best advice is to, um, is to not give up on the first try. Like just because you tried one chiropractor, it didn't work, doesn't mean that another chiropractor won't work.
0: I love that because a lot of people do they try someone and it doesn't work and then they're kind of turned off from it whether that's with just a general doctor whether it's with um a dentist whether it's with a therapist whether it's with a chiropractor you know you have that one bad experience you're like you know what I don't even need to go and then they don't go again so being able to recognize that even if I don't work for you I've Promise that this treatment can help and we'll find someone who will work for you. And that's something that's so important is to continue trying to make sure you get the help that you need.
1: Patients appreciate it too. Like when I, if I refer to a mental health counselor, like, thank you so much. Like it really made a difference. I mean, when you don't refer to a person, you're kind of like a person that may be more qualified. You're really letting that patient down. um, And you're not doing justice by the patient.
0: I love that. and I love that attitude because it's so, so important. So when somebody comes in, how long or how many appointments do you think it takes before they really start to see relief?
1: I want to say my magic number is three, but again, it depends on the chronicity of the chronicity of it. It depends on, is it an acute injury? Is it a chronic injury? Um, But the other thing is, um, again, like it's all about uh, finding the cause, but because I do so many things I do the chiropractic. So when people come in the three times they're getting adjusted, they're getting massage, they're getting cr- uh, craniosacral, they're getting acupuncture. So like by the third visit, if there's no change, then to me, I'm like, there's something else going on. Um, but if you're just kind of a, a one-stop chiropractic or acupuncture, then it may take another, a, a couple extra treatments. I mean, it's really kind of hard to say. It's not an easy um, answer. Um, I mean, I have people who get, better in one visit and then I have people who don't get better really at all and they have to wind up getting the surgery because we did that many treatments and they're, they're you know, after a while it's like, now it's not just pain, it's depression. Um, and then that's gonna add and feed, it winds up being a positive feedback loop where they're depressed, they're in pain, the pain's getting worse, getting more depressed, you know? So, I mean, it's really important to, I mean, not way too long either.
0: That's
1: So, but my magic number is three. If they don't, if there's no change in three visits, I'm like, okay, it's time to maybe see what else is going on.
0: So when someone comes in, I know you said that frequency is different for everyone. So what are some ways that you determine frequency? Because I know a lot of people go into doctors and when a doctor says, oh, I need you to take this medicine or I need you to do this many appointments, a lot of people are like, oh, this is for money. You know, a lot of people have like this skepticism and then it kind of turns them off. So what are some ways? I think a lot of people don't know the ways that chiropractors determine how frequently you should go.
1: Unfortunately, a lot of it is insurance, <laughs> but I, I mean, so actually, if you can find a, a chiropractor that does cash, <laughs> then they're a little bit more, um, I, I I guess it's not really so fair to say, but like when I was going to school and I was learning about chiropractic and this like the business of... You know, it's just the business of it, and a lot of chiropractors hate the business of it because we really got into this profession to heal people. And um, but like the it was like twelve because insurance covers twelve visits. I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really a person by person basis. I mean, there's um, in acupuncture, there's actually um, they say seasonally because every season your body can change with the seasons. I Once a month is your massage Lux, your massage Envy. I think once a month is a great treatment plan in general, if you're shooting for that, like overall health and wellness to continue. Um, And also if a chiropractor is good, they're not going to just adjust you because, so let's say you're like, okay, I'm going to come in once a month. I'm going to get my spine checked. If you're don't have any joints, I mean, I don't know how often it happens, but if you're go to a chiropractor and they feel all your joints and there's nothing locked up. There's really, you don't, you don't adjust a joint that's moving. you adjust a joint that's not moving. So there is a chance that when you go in, you're fine. Like if you go to a dentist and you have no cavities, I mean, that you don't really need to get a filling. Um, so finding an honest chiropractor is just really, really important, but it really like, to me, like I just go by the person. I look at the person. I try to figure out, um, what, what they want out of everything. Um, I do my first goal is to get them out of pain. And then um, once a month or every other week is a really good plan, or it's just to call me when you need me kind of a thing. So I mean, I just go with the go with whatever the person's because you don't want to turn them off. A lot of people with the chiropractor like, like, once I go, I have to go forever. You don't have to do anything. You don't want to. Nothing's forever. If you're feeling great, I tell you, if you go to a beach, uh, like you're on an island, and you have fruits and vegetables and you don't like fall out of a tree or have a, like a little boogie, uh, accident. And you probably never have to see a chiropractor because there's no stress and you're having good nutrition. Um, but in this world where there is so much anxiety and working and people are overworked, I mean, once a month is, I think a, a really good, solid treatment plan, but I don't push it on people.
0: That's really great to customize it to each person
1: and to really
0: help them get the help that they need and the right type of treatment, because it is different for everyone. Some people are doing it just as a regular health and wellness checkup, and some people are doing it because they're injured and they need to need it to help function better. So it really depends on every person. Thank you so much for joining me today. You've provided so much helpful and insightful information on how chiropractic care, acupuncture, cranial cycle therapy, and massage therapy can really help with mental health.
1: You're so welcome. It was it was a pleasure, really. The pleasure's all mine. Um, and if anybody ever has any questions, you can reach out to you. You can reach out to me, um, however you want. I just want to help people reach the right resources. It's not about me, and that's what I learned. But from chiropractic, from craniosacral, I learned it's not about me. You know, it's not about my assumptions of what the patient's going through. When I see a patient, I take my whole self out of the equation, and I just let the patient be. And I never assume. Once you start assuming, the patient kind of like just turns off. Thank you so much. No problem. Have a wonderful, be safe and have a wonderful holiday. Me
0: too.